Tonight, God's Word comes to us from Psalm 62. Psalm 62. We'll be reading all the verses of this psalm. Psalm 62, beginning at verse 1. What we hear now is God's Word. For God alone... My soul waits in silence. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be greatly shaken. How long will all of you attack a man to batter him, like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? They only plan to thrust him down from his high position. They take pleasure in falsehood, They bless with their mouths, but inwardly they curse. For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him. At all times, O people, pour out your heart before him, for God is a refuge for us. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balances they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase... Set not your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God, and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love. For you will render to a man according to his work. Here we end the reading of God's holy word. Well, I believe that this is... uh, about the eighth sermon or so in our study of the book of Psalms together. I suspect we'll have about three more sermons uh, in this series. We have looked at uh, the types of Psalms that we find in the Psalter, those three basic types, the, uh, the hymns and the laments and the songs of thanksgiving, uh, echoing the pattern of our life. How do we praise God when things are going well? The hymns. How do we praise him in times of difficulty? The laments. And how do we praise him when he takes us through the songs of thanksgiving? We have looked at uh, subtypes of each of those three main types. With regard to the hymns, we looked at the song of creation, how we praise God for the world he has made around us. With regard to laments, we looked last time at the penitential psalms. Those psalms that cry out to God because of our sin, that God would rescue us. And tonight we look at a a, a subtype of the the song of thanksgiving, which is the psalm of assurance. A psalm that reminds us that our God is in control. I have those listed on on the back of the liturgy. You can see them there, Psalm 11, 16, 23, 27, 62, 91, 121, 125, 131. We have sang and read a number of those tonight. 
Many of those are familiar to us. We think of Psalm 23 as a psalm of assurance. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We think of God's care over us in Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalms of assurance. Psalms that remind us that God is in control of all things. And so too is Psalm 62, a psalm of assurance, a reminder that God is a trustworthy God. He has been faithful in the past, and He will be faithful in the future. He is faithful to Himself, He's faithful to His Word, He is faithful to His promises. And so we are called to trust in Him. That's how the psalmist begins. For God alone my soul waits in silence, from Him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. We go down to verse 8. Trust in Him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. We are called to trust in this faithful God, to trust in Him always. Trust in Him at all times. And the psalmist begins and talks about my soul in silence awaits for God. What is he talking about? My soul waits for God in silence. That silence is, is a calm, assured expectation that God will care for His people. It's, a, it's confidently looking forward that the God who has cared for us in the past will continue in the present and the future. This is, this is not the lament. In the lament, we call out to God. But God, having heard our cries, we can now sit in silence before Him, knowing that as He has taken care of us, so He will continue to take care of us. We can trust in God always because of who He is. The psalmist gives us these beautiful pictures of our God. Verse 2, He alone is my rock, my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. Again from verse 6, he, is, he only is my rock, my salvation, my fortress. On God rests my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock. My refuge is God. God is a rock, a picture of Strength, a picture of security. Perhaps that, though that picture of God as a rock reminds us of another psalm in the Psalter, Psalm 31. We read there, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me. A strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress, and for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net that they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. God as a rock, that strong security, that, 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 that permanent establishment, we can look to Him at all times. We can look to Him always, because He is a permanent God. He is our rock. The psalmist says, we can look to Him always because He is our refuge, He is our fortress. 
Uh, the choir reminded them of that so beautifully, reminded us of that so beautifully tonight as they sang Psalm 46 for us. Psalm 46, those wonderful words, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved to the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains tremble at its swelling. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. A refuge a fortress, strong to care for his people. These are the pictures the psalmist gives us when he says, trust in God at all times, for he is always faithful, faithful to himself. This picture of God as a rock, a refuge, a fortress, in contrast to how he describes man, verse 3, how long will all of you attack a man to batter him like a leaning wall, a tottering fence? This is our frailty. We like to think we are in control, but we are so small. We are so weak. We stand in need of a God who is a rock, a refuge, and a fortress. Small things uh, take us off our feet. We get a little cold bug and we're, we're down in the bed. We are so weak and so frail, reminding us to turn to God, trust in Him always. Verse 8, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Again, this psalm, as a psalm of thanksgiving, looks back to the past, looks back to times of difficulty, and knowing that God was there with us. I think it's important to re remember that. God doesn't say he will never take us through times of difficulty. He doesn't say he will never have hardships. In fact, look what he says in verse 2. Uh, he alone is my rock, my, my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. Doesn't say you will not be shaken. I will not be greatly shaken. God will be there with us even in those difficult times, those hard times. We can trust him at all times. We think of the, the comforting words in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Psalmist doesn't say we won't walk through the valley of the shadow, but when we do, God walks with us. He walks alongside of us. He walks ahead of us so we can have hope. We can trust in him at all times. We can trust in him now. We can trust in him for the future. There's a, a, a subtle shift between verse 1 and verse 5. In verse 1 we read, For God alone my soul waits in silence. That's present. For God alone my soul waits. In verse 5, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. This looks past the present to the future. For my hope is from Him. Hope is future-looking. As God has cared for us in the past, we can have every confidence for the future. Our hope is in Him, for He has been with us, He is with us, and He will be with us. Trust in God always. Trust in Him at all times. The psalmist reminds us that this faithful God is the one in which we are to trust alone. He says that again and again in this psalm. 
For God alone, my soul waits in silence. From verse 2, He alone is my rock and my salvation. Verse 5, For God alone, O my soul, wait in silence. Verse 6, He only is my rock and my salvation. Again and again and again, reminding us our trust is to be in God alone. And we need that reminder because we so often want to trust in something else. Perhaps not, not instead of God, but often alongside of God. I will trust in him, but I, I want to trust in something else, too. And the psalmist remind, uh, warns us about two particular things we should be aware of with regard to trusting other things alongside of God. Verse 9. Those of low estate are but a breath. Those of high estate are a delusion. In the balance they go up. They are together lighter than a breath. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart on them. We are to trust in God alone, not trust in men, and not trust in money. It's almost remind, it warns us, do not trust in men, do not trust in money. Trust in God alone. In verse 9, he says, those who are of low estate are but a breath. Those who are of high estate are a delusion. He's referring to people. People of low rank, People of high rank. Uh, all of them are simply just people yet. They are, they are the wrong place in which to put our trust. Because perhaps you've had the experience of, of a friend uh, disappointing you. Of someone who you thought you could rely on, yet they weren't reliable. We are so easily disappointed by those around us. Men are weak. They are frail. Trust in God alone. In fact, look at the description he gives of those of low estate, those of high estate. In the balance, they go up. In the balance, they go up. A balance was to see how heavy something was. When you put something on the balance, it would go down and you would measure the weight. Men are so weak and so frail. In the balance, they go up. They simply don't have the, the stayingness, the staying power that God has. He says they are together lighter than a breath. We can so easily be disappointed by those around us. We need, we need not simply the words of men to give us encouragement, but God himself and his word to give us encouragement. Trust in God alone. Put not your trust in, in those around you. Or even... Even not those around you, but even putting trust in ourselves. Thinking that we are somehow in control of what's happening around us. Uh, we may think we are in control, but God is the one who's in control of all things. Put not your trust in men. Put not your trust in money. Verse 10. Put no trust in extortion. Set no vain hopes on robbery. Trying to get money and certainly by uh, ill-gotten means. Don't live, the psalmist is saying, as if money is the final answer to everything. And I think it's easy for us to do that. If I'm going through difficulties, if I'm going through hardships, if only I had more, things would be better. It's so easy to say, I'm going to put my trust in the money that I have or the money I desire. And even try to do uh, 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 ill-gotten ways of gaining that. Extortion, robbery. Do not put your hope, your trust in money. 
things can change so quickly. A change in the stock market, a change in the price of gold, and everything goes crazy. Put your trust in God alone, not in money. And he says, even if riches increase, set not your heart on them, even if it is coming as a blessing from God. If God chooses to bless you abundantly, we thank him for that. But we don't put our hope, we don't put our confidence, we don't set our heart on our riches. How much time do we spend worrying about the financial things of life? Now, it's good to be a good steward, but we need not be anxious. God knows our needs. And God knows not only our needs, He knows how He will provide for those needs. Even before we ask, we need not fret. We need not worry. We need not try to put our trust in money. If only we had more. Trust in God alone. And then the psalmist reminds us, trust in God who is almighty. Verse 11. Once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God and that to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love. Power and love belong to God. We can put our trust in God, our faith in God, our hope in God, because He is an almighty God. He is not a weak God. He is not a frail God. He's not a God unable to help us. He is the one who is the creator of the heavens and the earth, the one who upholds all things with His powerful hand. This is the God we can trust. An almighty God, I have heard that you, O God, to you belongs power, true power. This is the God we put our hope in. To you, O God, belongs power, and to you, O Lord, belongs steadfast love. And as I read that, I can't help but uh, reflect upon how the Heidelberg Catechism describes God's provision as a father for his children. The Catechism says that God is able to provide because he is Almighty God. He desires to provide because he is a faithful father. God loves his children. God loves his children and do whatever is necessary to care for them. This is the God that's in control. Not a far-off, dispassionate, uncaring being somewhere else. The God in whom we put our trust is an almighty God and almighty father your Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ. One who is intimately concerned with what is happening in your life. Concerned about your fears, your anxieties, your worries. He knows them and He cares about them. We trust in the Almighty, loving God. And then the psalmist ends. He ends with this. For you will render to a man according to his work. And and as I read that, it, it on its face almost seems out of place. We've been talking about putting our trust in God. 
trusting in Him at all times, trusting in Him alone, trusting in Him the Almighty. If the psalmist ends by saying, you will render to a man according to his work. And what he is telling us is that, yes, God is almighty, all-powerful, and yes, he is loving. But he has revealed himself to us as such and calls us to put our faith in that God. And when we do that, all of these blessings, all of these assurances are ours. He will render to us according to that work, placing our faith in him. That's how the psalm ends. God is powerful. God is loving. Trust in him. Do that. And know this wonderful assurance. Know this God who loves you as a father. God calls us tonight to, to put our faith, our hope, our trust in him, and he will render to us in accordance with that faith. We are called to, to trust in our God, even as God's own son, Jesus Christ, put his trust his assurance in the Father. Surely when Christ came, they tried to totter him, a leaning wall, a tottering fence, and yet he trusted in God. He, he had silent submission to his Father, a, an assured sense that God was doing what was best. And so Christ understands. He understands our concerns. He understands our anxieties. In fact, he calls out to God on the cross, why have you forsaken me? But he finishes his work by saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. A confident assurance in the work of God, in the faithfulness of God. And what does God do? God the Father raises the Son from the dead. If God can reverse death itself, he can certainly care for the needs we have in this life. The psalm of assurance, the psalm of comfort, the psalm reminding us God is trustworthy. He is faithful, faithful to his word, faithful to his promises, and he calls us to put our trust in this glorious God. For God alone, O oh my soul, wait in silence. For my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. My fortress, I shall not be shaken. On God rests my salvation and my glory. My mighty rock, my refuge is God. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Let's join together in prayer. Lord God, you are a refuge and a strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. You are reliable. You are faithful. You are trustworthy. Help us, O oh God, to place our trust in you, to place our trust in you at all times, not only when things are going well, but even in times of difficulty. Help us to place our trust in you alone, not trusting in men around us or trusting in money, 
but trusting alone in you. For we know, O God, that to, to you belongs power and to you belongs steadfast love. Thank you for revealing these glorious truths to us in your holy word. We might know you, we might love you, and we might trust you. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. We are going to sing this song together in number 110 in the Psalter. Number 110, my soul in silence waits for God, my Savior he has proved. He only is my rock and tower, I never shall be moved. We're going to sing all five verses, number 110, let's stand together as we sing.
receive the parting blessing of our God. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.